0: What's up with this love and light shit?
1: Yeah, it's kind of like, what do those words even mean without the embodiment?
0: Right, when people say love and light, I'm sort of like, go fuck yourself. (laughs) I'm Kayla Nelson, a holistic coach in both wellness and business, and a healer and educator of Lyme disease. I'm Jessica Jean Muir. I'm a personal empowerment
1: guide through my work as a yoga teacher, trauma-informed body worker, and group facilitator. You're listening to Love, Light, and Go Fuck Yourself, the podcast. Hey guys, Jessica Jean here. So the episode that you're about to listen to is part one of a two part series in which Kayla and I do a little catch up about what's going on in our lives. So part one, you'll hear me asking questions to Kayla and part two, you'll hear the reverse. So Kayla asking questions to me. So this week will be Kayla's portion and I hope that you guys enjoy and tune in next week for the second half. Hey guys, welcome back to Love, Light, and Go Fuck Yourself. Very happy to be sitting here with my beautiful (laughs) co-hostess, Kayla Nelson. Um, We received reports from some of you listening that our voices sound very similar. Yeah. Which I didn't realize. Me either. Or think to be true. Yeah. So... This is Jessica speaking. <laughs> this is Kayla speaking. That's... So now you... Now it's your responsibility to figure it out.
0: <laughs> Personal responsibility numero uno. Oh. Just kidding. That's going to be a theme. Yeah. It is a theme. Yeah. That's a
1: theme. Mm-hmm. So, um, today we decided that we would do our first of what we plan to be many check-in episodes so Mm -hmm. you know you guys hear us talk every week about different topics um, with different guests and we thought that it might be nice to every now and then do a little episode where Kayla and I share about um, like what our personal process is at that moment and Mm -hmm. what's going on for us on a little bit more of a personal level. Um, since, you know, there's always stuff that we're learning and moving through and um hopefully some of the stuff that we're going through at any given moment can be of service to you listening. Since mm-hmm. humans tend to have a lot of
0: the very same experiences. <laughs> yes, oftentimes. Mm-hmm. I feel like what I'm going through, someone else is going through, and it's all in the collective. Yep, hands down. Totally. Which feels comforting when you're, like, in the shit. So comforting. Yeah. That's one of, like, the
1: main things that I love about, like, circle work. Totally. Is feeling the solidarity in being a human. hmm
0: Because <laughs> it can be weird. It's weird. It's super weird. <laughs> yes. So
1: the way that we decided to format... Um, these check-in episodes is by asking each other three questions and the questions are what are you learning right now how is your heart and how are you stepping forward mm-hmm. and there's a
0: reason for that mm-hmm do you want to share a little bit about how sure. we formulated those yeah so those questions are this framework In which both of us kind of work with our clients, you know, in a holistic manner, you know, starting with what's going on in your head right now, you know, shuffling through some factual things, real time things, getting out some of those top tier categories of life, right? Mm -hmm and then dropping into the heart the embodied piece the feeling part the what's happening somatically and you know human life is really about bridging this gap between the head and the heart right because when we are out of alignment, or feeling incongruent, or feeling confused, it's usually there's some sort of gap between what's going on in your mind and what's going on in your heart. Mm -hmm. And that's the crux of the human experience. Totally. So coming together with those two things is then moving into the belly, the solar plexus, our power center, and moving forward into how are you bringing this to life? How are you stepping forward with mending what is in your head and what is in your heart and bringing that into your life? Totally. And that process is you know, you can see that theme through all kinds of different therapy and coaching and speech writing and all of those things. And so those are, you know, an outline. That's an outline of what you and I do in our coaching Yeah, and supporting people. Yeah, like to me, that process is
1: what alignment is. Totally. It's like... And yeah, I do this with my clients, like I was telling you before we started recording, like literally I will have my clients write out this little chart that says um, intentions, thoughts, words, action, mm-hmm. and we'll go through each one of those categories and really check like, am I in alignment with my highest values in all of those categories because like you said if one of those is out of alignment out of whack Mm -hmm. you're gonna feel funky yep and also things are probably not gonna be flowing in your Mm -hmm. life in the way that you want Mm -hmm. so yeah this is just like a tool too for anyone out there listening um, to kind of process what's going on for yourself, it's a good way mm-hmm. of kind of just sifting through what's happening for you and maybe identifying areas that are um, blocked because they're out of alignment. Mm-hmm. And then it's just a nice way to be able to say, okay, there's a spot where I can correct and mm-hmm. come
0: back into alignment mm-hmm. with myself and probably feel a whole lot better. Totally. Yeah. And key to all that is realizing that you are human. <laughs> I'm human. We are going to mess up. We're gonna do things that don't feel good. Mm-hmm. We're going to learn lessons every day. Yep. And just having compassion and grace and space to learn. Totally. And see them as opportunities for growth instead of areas at which you suck at life. Yes. Because that's just not true. It's just not true no. and
1: things are always going to be in process. Abso fucking lutely. It's just true.
0: Yep. Yeah. So yeah. On that note. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> um so Kayla. hmm What are you learning right now? Oof.
0: <laughs> wow. I'm learning a lot about my nose, Mm. and to back up from that, I'm, over the last few years of healing and big personal transformation and excavation of traumas and all of that, which of course, like, that's an ongoing process, Mm. And coming from a place of many years of restriction and isolation, um, I stepped into a place of getting courageous and curious and saying yes, a lot, which brought me so much expansion. Um... And now I feel like I'm at the stage of refinement of Mm. seeing the power in my no. Oof, yeah. Yeah. So I can go into that in more detail later on. But what that specifically looks like is saying no in my business, Mm. which feels very hard to do. Mm -hmm. Meaning saying no to things that are no longer stepping me closer to the places I want to go. Mm. Can you say more? Yeah. So if I'm stepping into my biggest, fullest self right now yeah. and saying to the world what I really want, what I really want is to be a public speaker. hmm To be a facilitator, to be a teacher, a guide, an advocate, an ally. Mm. And to be sitting in front of groups of people, sitting with groups of people, Mm. and sharing and learning and supporting. Mm -hmm. And that is where I feel the most alive. That's where I feel the most centered And grounded and grateful and humbled. Yeah. And that's such an incredible feeling.
1: So, like, what would be the the things that you have to say no to in order to serve this higher vision
0: that you have? Whew. This is hard to say. Yeah. Saying no to other people's businesses. Right. In saying yes to my own because yes. part of my work that I do is I work with entrepreneurs and small businesses and I help them in their strategy. I'm a consultant and a coach and I help them put their things into place. Mm-hmm. And it's not to say that I can be an absolutist, so I'm saying that. right. And this is where refinement comes in of, of looking at who is it that I'm going to be able to serve the best mm. and only serving them. Right. And there are a couple of clients that I have right now where I know I can't serve them mm. best. Mm. And then there are others where I know that I can serve them best. Right. Because I have capacity for that type of service. And I know that there is a benefit for everyone involved. Yes. Including myself. I'm including myself in that benefit. Yep. So that is a sticky place where I am going to have some difficult conversations in the next couple of days. Yep. To potentially look at areas... See, I even said that right there as a like <laughs> sidestep. I'm going to potentially look at areas where I might have to say no to this person. Right. Mm. Yeah. Clean that up. Clean that up. <laughs> I'm willing to step into conversation to say no to people where it's not supporting their or my highest good and highest potential. Hell Yeah. And so
1: then what does that free you up
0: for? It frees me up for receiving.
1: Mm.
0: It frees up space to allow my voice to be put out in the world for that to be received. And also for me to receive the people who are wanting to come into my life to bring forth this cohabitation of what, I feel, is wanting to be created. Yep. And that place can be really hard. Like,
1: saying no to things, especially like in business. Yeah. Right? Like, saying no to things and then kind of like having the trust that the right yep. clients or the right situations or, yeah, you know, will will start to come in. Right. But you have to create that room. Yes. Before it's, like, even at all possible. Exactly. So it's, like,
0: this weird... Exactly. That's exactly it. Yeah. And it is. It's a big game of trust. Right. And I know in my life that when I step back and I stop meddling in the trusting process... Oh, my God. ...is when things come in that I'm, like... Holy moly, how did that reach me? Mm -hmm. But it did. I have had, very recently over the last couple of months, clients come to me that are like, hey, I found you searching for how do I start bee venom therapy and then I read your writing and it resonated and now I'm here and can you help me? Mm -hmm. From all over the globe, (laughs) Right. right? So... um that to me is a sign of okay. What i need to do is stand confidently in my voice and my in my voice. Yeah. And share that and people feel the sincerity, the journey, the understanding, the resonance Mm. and they will come to me. Yes. All I need to do is sh- actually show up and not be afraid of standing in who I am. Yes. That is my biggest work right now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, sharing the things that I have inside of me that I'm that I've hidden away because I'm afraid of being judged or seeing, you know, like I, Whatever the judgment is. There's a lot of them that I yeah. could name. Um, that is my work. Yeah.
1: What? Where else do you feel like you are using your nose in a way that's moving you towards what it is that you really want?
0: Yeah. Relationship. Yeah. And this one is... Tricky, Yeah. And sticky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not doing it perfectly, mm-hmm. but I am making steps in the right direction. Yeah. And, you know, I say the word perfectly, I will absolutely own up to me being a recovering perfectionist. Totally. And, um... Not beating myself up for not getting it absolutely correct on the first time. Yeah. Because I'm doing that right now. Yeah. And so... I'm sitting with the difficulty in... How do you balance grace for this... And giving grace in a situation? Meaning time... And patience yes. to see to see how I feel, and to see what the other person comes forward with, mm-hmm. and how do I not? How do I honor what I want and what I desire at the same time? Right. Without it being a complete wall that gets put up. Mm -hmm. Yes. And I think
1: when we talked about this, Mm -hmm. your realizations about personal responsibility were really mind-blowing for me Mm. because I feel like you're doing that really well right now.
0: Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm trying. Mm-hmm. This is one of those things where it isn't quite an embodied practice yet. Mm-hmm. It's not quite flowing out of my mouth. It is a knowing in my mind that this is best for my heart mm-hmm. And I'm in, I'm on that bridge right now mm-hmm. between bridging what is in my mind and what is in my heart. Mm-hmm. And what that looks like is showing up with personal responsibility for me is knowing the projections that I have of others are my responsibility. Yeah. My feelings are my responsibility to a point. Right. Oh my gosh, that's so hard. Yes. yes. To a point. Yes. Like I'm talking about healthy relating here. Yeah. I'm not talking about a person being manipulative or um, hurtful or any of those things. Right. Like maliciously c- crossing boundaries. Yeah. Um, But if someone is
1: reasonably moving through the world in A way that best suits them. Yeah. And then you have a reaction about something that they do.
0: Right. That's where the personal responsibility comes in. Right. Right. Yes. It's owning my own space, owning my emotions, my feelings, and where I'm putting that energy. Yeah. And knowing that it's my responsibility to. To take care of my emotional needs. Yeah. And if I constantly put myself in a situation where those aren't being met or received or whatever it is, and I'm getting hurt, that's my responsibility. Right. And that's my choice. It's so
1: huge and freeing if you're able to actually like do that well. Yeah. Yeah. The part where I get stuck with that and I'm curious what you think is like so you're in a relationship with someone, right? And like mm-hmm. you're both operating from this place of like your of personal responsibility, like your feelings are your responsibility first and foremost. Yeah. You're not like projecting onto one another or expecting the other person to fulfill your all your emotional needs yes. or like change their actions so that you do or don't feel a certain way, right? right? Like, within reason, obviously, yeah. like you said. Yeah. But then at what point do you choose to make a request of someone because mm-hmm. their actions are making you feel a certain way and you could see a way that they could behave that would be better, like, would make you feel yeah. better? Like, yeah. at I think, what
0: point – yeah, you know? Yeah, I think in that – point this is what I'm seeing this is what I'm learning from therapy and people that I follow on social media because let's be frank like if you want to really empower yourself with tools social media can actually be a brilliant way to help um get resources for free totally so you know people like Mark Groves for instance and the holistic psychologist Mm -hmm. Um, those people have incredible information that I've learned and gained so much wisdom from over the last couple of years. Mm -hmm. So, um, little segue. Uh, (laughs) Moving back into the question of what do you do when you have a need that this other person is kind of like you're in a dance together, right? Mm -hmm. Is what I'm kind of hearing. Like you're in this emotional dance together. Mm -hmm. This person isn't quite showing up for you the way that you want them to. Right. I think what... This is, this is my work here, too. This isn't something that I am proficient at. This is, like, actively working on. Is showing up with that question. I have this need, actually. And it, like, this is really harsh. Like, this isn't the way that I would say it to someone. But, totally. like, I have this need. And it involves you. It would feel really good if you could meet this need right. of mine. And if you come to them with that direct ness you know that like specific uh specific ask <laughs> um and they say like i can't meet that need right i can't i can't give you that i don't have the space i don't have the tools i don't have the energy i don't have the will i'm not interested yeah okay that's information and yes and then that's where
1: it comes in
0: yeah that's yeah. where it comes in For you have the responsibility of if you stay in this situation for this particular need to get met and you're not getting it met and you're willing to stay, is that self-abandonment? Totally. To me, that answer is yes. Yes. If you don't like that answer, it doesn't meet your needs and you decide, okay, I've got to let this go. That is taking responsibility for yourself, and saying that really hard no, yeah, to let something go. Yes, that's like, (laughs) that's the crux of that. Yeah, that's so hard. And then because
1: in that moment you're choosing, your like you're choosing to be in relationship with yourself. Yep over what you want.
0: Yeah. Personal responsibility, saying no.
1: Yeah, so choosing yourself and choosing to have personal responsibility over maybe this thing that you want but this other person cannot meet you and give to you. Exactly.
0: Yeah, excruciating. that's excruciating.
1: Fucking excruciating.
0: <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And at the core of that is you choosing you. Yep. You choosing self-love. You choosing the thing that you know that you want the most. Hmm.
1: And really, like, extreme self-honesty. Yeah. Because I think, and I I know I, I've done this a lot. I know a lot of my friends have done this where, like, you know, here's like a specific example, but like you so badly want a relationship mm-hmm. that you don't listen to someone that you're engaged with when they're telling you, I I don't want to be in a relationship or I can't yep. give you a relationship. Yeah. But because you so badly want this thing or they're able to give you a relationship, but it's not the one that you want. Yeah. And... Because you so badly are attached to the idea of being in a relationship, you Mm self-abandon and stay in that situation instead of extreme Mm self-honesty and saying, okay, this person can't give me what I want, Mm -hmm. so I'm going to choose me and take personal responsibility and maybe go through that discomfort or that pain of... Accepting, okay, this is not th- the thing that I wanted or the thing I thought it was gonna be or the thing that I wished it could be. Yeah. And then moving on to the next thing. Like yep. I have done that so many times in like one form or another.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Totally. Because it's it's our little child mm-hmm. that just wants to have connection and love. Yeah. From this person that we feel connected to. hmm Of course. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that's big work. That's up right now for me. Yeah. And it feels hard. Totally. Yeah. And I'm sitting in that place of radical honesty right now and trying to um, figure out how... Is there a balance with grace inside of patience and time and space? And also, how do I stay with myself and my needs and wants and desires and what I wish for? Mm -hmm. Is there a way to have both? I don't know. Right. (laughs) I'll report back. Right. <laughs> but you're, at least, but you're trying. I'm seeing how it feels. Yeah. That's what, I think that's the most important part of this from my perspective mm-hmm. is I'm seeing how it feels. Mm-hmm. I'm willing to be in process with it for a little bit longer mm-hmm. to see how I feel. hmm
1: which that's the only way
0: yeah yep yeah yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> any other words on that or do you feel I feel I feel, feel complete. yeah I feel complete there okay, okay. yeah yeah cool thanks mm-hmm. for sharing that
0: mm-hmm. yeah definitely um okay the next question yeah how's your heart Mm. My heart is tender. Mm. And it's also like blown wide open. Yeah. And I'm realizing how much of a really big heart that I have. Truth. And how much of that heart that I show up with in the world and to be real honest, ooh, this makes me feel emotional. Um, my big heart hasn't always been received very well, mm-hmm. meaning it's a lot <laughs> for some people to handle. Actually, in fact, a lot of people mm. to handle, I feel. Yeah. Um and I'm working on showing up with that anyway. Um and I'm yeah. And it's hard because this is where I feel sticky around that mm-hmm. is I feel like I'm misunderstood mm-hmm. with with the things that I feel in my heart in the way that i show up for others mm. because when i do that it's selfless mm. it's not me showing up with so much like care and compassion and love and understanding and space holding and all of that because i want anything right i'm showing up with that because it feels so fucking good to give that Mm -hmm. and I'm showing up with a place of understanding what it's like to be in that process of whatever process that it is I'm showing up with my big heart in. Yeah. So, that.
1: Oh, you do have such a big heart. (laughs) I just got, like, an overwhelming feeling of love for you because, like, as someone that gets to be held by your big heart like all mm-hmm. of those things are so mm-hmm. real mm-hmm. and the sincerity in which you show up with love and care is like next level kind of mm-hmm. yeah Thank so you. um yeah how do you feel like you're you're misunderstood in that
0: I think that I feel people are seeing that they, feeling like they need to, I don't know. Like maybe people are questioning why. Mm -hmm. Like I can't, I feel like I can't just like give without somebody receiving it. Right. And just receive it without having to do anything with it. Got it. That. Right. I wish for that. Wish for that for all of us. Yeah. How fucking good does it feel to receive something and know that there's no expectation behind what you just received? Totally. Oh my God oh yeah that's like one of the best feelings yeah and I truly mean that when I give yes I think it's really
1: hard for people to totally just be in a receptive space yeah like I do um I do like touch work with people in group Mm -hmm. and you know like um, people will take turns giving and receiving just yeah. loving touch. Yeah. And one of the things that we kind of, like, unpack is what does it feel like to be in the receptive place mm-hmm. and what comes up for you? And I, 95% of people, like, mm-hmm. what comes up is I felt bad just sitting there and, yeah. like, letting them give me that. I, like, yep. I wanted to affirm them or I wanted to... You know, give them them touch or or tell them they could stop. Like yep. all these different objections come up, mm-hmm. and I think for a variety of reasons, person by person, it is hard to just receive yes. and trust that the person that's giving yes. is. Also, because you get some... Like you said, it feels good to show up for people like that. Yep. So there's an exchange in that way already. But Mm -hmm. to just, like, trust that the person that's giving is really giving because it's... That's, like, their genuine intention.
0: Yep. Exactly. (sighs) Yeah. Exactly. And that's why I love Tantra also. Is because it do that same thing in Tantra practice. Yeah. Um you know, whether I'm in a tantric puja or circle or doing my own practice or facilitating that with another. Yeah. Like that is a huge thing mm-hmm. and yeah. So yes. Yeah.
1: So like, what's the work there for you right now?
0: Keep showing up. Yeah. With my heart. Yeah. Um. Mm. Yeah,
1: like not letting it get shut down because of other people's reactions. Or- yeah,
0: yeah. And of course, like, I'm aware of not imposing my will on others, right? Right. Like, there are boundaries here totally. inside of me giving from my heart. This isn't just, like, me blasting people, <laughs> you know, with the things. <laughs> um, Take it! <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And again, personal responsibility. Knowing what's mine and what isn't. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm. And also you know, a deeper, a, another layer, like literally and metaphorically speaking here is confirmation, affirmation and information that I've gotten from my ancestors and the connection that I have with the earth, with the plants, with the trees, with the animals. Mm-hmm. And, That is deeply in my heart. Um, And that's part of my purpose here. And again, getting me standing in my fullness and expressing and sharing the things that I see and that I feel and the wisdom from my ancestors, these ancient people, beings and earth really um and sharing that Mm -hmm. because there are there's knowledge and gifts there that aren't just mine from this walking existence I've had so far in 38 years here Mm -hmm. but there is a wealth of knowledge from I don't even know how many years that is coming through me and I'm getting deep messages that I need to share that And those things come through my heart. Yeah. They come through connecting in nature and that's how they come out also is in my heart. Yeah. So that's another area at which, Mm -hmm. yeah. And so what I'm doing with that is, again, going back to me saying no to things, is me being able to say yes to cultivating this practice, a deeper practice with connecting more intently with Nature mm-hmm. and the trees and plants mm-hmm. and um, listening mm-hmm. listening, listening, listening.
1: and what a per- like what a perfect place to be fully received in your heart and mm-hmm. then it than in nature like because yeah. in nature, there is no question Mm -hmm. about, can I give fully? Can I receive fully? Mm -hmm. It's like these energies just exist.
0: Yep. Yes, like that neutrality that you were talking about yesterday. Yep. And the day before. And the day before. (laughs) (laughs) It's so beautiful. Yeah. Because you can. Think about things in nature. They show up just so fully. Mm. And they don't give a fuck, you know? Yes. And then they die. And there's... There's yeah. no attachment. Yeah. There's no holding on. Yeah. There's no... Story. L- yeah. It's just... In this cycle of life, death, and life. All yeah. over again. Continuously. Yeah. You know, it's beautiful. Mm-hmm.
1: I so. love your heart. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I love yours, too. Well, thanks. <laughs> um, so... With the, both of those, those questions answered and mm-hmm. all the things that you shared, um, how are you stepping forward? How are those mm-hmm. things coming into embodiment for you in mm-hmm. the physical
0: world? What is mm-hmm. that process looking like for you right now? Really slowing down. Mm-hmm. And it's a great time for that, since fall is here.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And my intention behind this is cultivating time to sit in nature. Mm. Doing a forgiveness practice. I realized, going back to the heart, um, part of my work in relationship is forgiving the people that have hurt me, whatever. God, we could do a in, whole yeah, thing on that. In all like the ways that that's happened. Yes. And what's underneath that is forgiveness of myself mm. for allowing those experiences, having those experiences, not knowing better in that moment, mm-hmm. you know, all of that. Mm. Because if I look at... And go deeper than the question of I need to forgive this person. There's also the layer of I need to forgive myself for what happened with that person too. Yeah, It's not just that person. It's me too. Right. And that is a big practice that I'm going to be doing is forgiveness. Because quite frankly, I can't let anyone into my heart without doing that. Because... Each person that shows up without me doing this forgiveness practice, I'm just going to be repeating that same cycle Mm -hmm. because I'm going to be having the lens of this person is going to say, do, feel, abandon me in these ways right? because I haven't forgiven all of the people who have done that before. What does that practice look like for you? Like what
1: is your like actual process in doing in forgiveness? I'm gonna
0: write letters, yeah. I'm gonna speak them out loud. I'm gonna burn them. Yeah. And I think that you know, I'm either, yeah, I'm gonna burn them. and then I'm probably gonna go sit with nature and give that back. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: give that back to the earth to be recycled and renewed love it yeah. so that's part of the slowing down allowing my heart to break for all the broken pieces it's felt mm. um, it's going to be painful
1: mm-hmm.
0: and beautiful and expansive
1: mm-hmm.
0: and I just got to not be so afraid to do it right. to feel the pain yeah it's okay. I mean, I felt, that's the cool thing about this healing journey I've been on <laughs> is <laughs> I've felt a lot of fucking pain. Right. Uh, physically, mentally, spiritually, in the soul, in the heart. And that's a place that I can definitely own and know that I have a lot of courage in is knowing that I can feel pain <laughs> and I can transmute it. Mm. Um, and I'm not afraid of it. I'm not afraid of difficulty. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Yeah, and like oftentimes that
1: pain is in service of what it is that you really want
0: that's on the other side. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So my practice is this forgiveness work. Practice is slowing down, listening. Sitting with nature.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, doing some other work with meditation and rewiring my brain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Through that. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Thank
1: you. Mm-hmm. Thanks for sharing all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's like,
0: So much in there. Yeah, now that I say it out loud, I'm like, (laughs) damn. Yeah, there's so much in there. There is. It feels really good. Yeah. It feels painful. And it feels really good. Yeah. I know that this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Yep. So that makes it feel better. Totally. Leveling up. Yeah. Yeah. And that clarity has just come from... Years and years and years and years of being in the trenches and not knowing. Yeah. And having um, comfort in knowing that in uncertainty is a huge opportunity to lean into courage and newness and expansion. Yeah. And creation, actually. Yeah. And I'm not gonna say that happened overnight. That took many years of, of sitting in extreme uncertainty mm-hmm. in every way. Am I gonna live? Am I gonna wake up tomorrow? Like truly, am I going am, am I going to go to sleep and am am I gonna wake up tomorrow? Right. For years I prayed before I went to bed because I didn't know if I was gonna wake up. Yeah. You know? And not saying that everyone has to experience that level of uncertainty to have transformation but for me that has been my transformation and I need to own that too and now what like a superpower
1: that is
0: yeah and I feel like that's what part of my gift here yeah meaning like my teaching yeah helping people Mm -hmm. to sit inside of uncertainty with courage in their hearts Mm. and it feels like an honor because I know that I can hold space for that because I've been there
1: Mm -hmm. yeah and I mean if you can do that Mm -hmm. or at least like get comfortable with the idea of doing that Mm -hmm. like you're free oh goodness yeah
0: yeah the possibilities become Mm -hmm. endless Mm mm-hmm Yeah, it's the willingness to get uncomfortable. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. And that, like, that shit excites me.
1: Yeah. Well, because that's, like, the only way that you evolve and change. Yeah. Like, yeah, we're, like, we're hardwired to avoid that. Mm Mm-hmm. We're hardwired as animals Mm -hmm. to avoid... Things that we don't know the outcome for. Absolutely. Or reasonably know the outcome for. Yeah,
0: because hardwiring comes from the brain. Right. Right? The brain likes certainty. Yeah. It likes to have one plus one equals two. Yeah. That feels safe. Yes. And our brain's job is to keep us safe. Yes. So going back to the very beginning of this, it's bridging what is in your brain and what is in your heart. Yeah. Yes, and realizing, too, that, like, the brain is not the
1: only way that you can move through and experience the world. Right.
0: And if you get stuck up there, you're going to have a very limited time here on this planet. Totally. Because, Because, yeah, like, what you feel is what you think. And what you think is what you create. And creation is life. Yeah. Right? So... A lot of people get stuck in their feeling. They feel a thing, and there are a couple ways you can go. Lean into fear, and the brain takes over and calculates what is safe. Yep. Or you lean into love, expansion, curiosity, uncertainty. uncertainty. (laughs) And move from that place. Mm-hmm. One is moving into a place of love and one is moving into a place of calculation and fear. Mm-hmm. Not that it has to be so black and white, but, but it kind of, kind of is. Yeah. Well, especially
1: because our brains are black and white. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. our instinctual brains. Yeah. Our I mean, system. they're trying to keep us alive. Our reptilian brain. Yeah. And trying to get us to reproduce. Mm-hmm. Those are like the two things. Right. So if you choose to move through the world only in your cognitive experience, mm-hmm. chances are, mm-hmm. I mean, you're probably going to survive and you're probably going to reproduce. Totally. <laughs> but you're going to be living in fear. Yes. And have a pretty limited opportunity for like the things that you're going to be able to do in your world
0: yeah right live in a place of creativity and expansion and fullness and love and joy Mm -hmm. yeah 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 you could totally go down the rabbit hole with that topic mm-hmm. I mean that's like kind of the crux of like what's up for me right now yes yeah so let's move into <laughs> asking you yeah. what are you learning right now Ooh. Yeah.